podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Jay here from Stratford Paddock and this is the Tier 1 Transfer Podcast. Joining me as always is my co-host Ronaldo Brown. How are we doing mate? You okay? Doing alright, innit? I've uh, heard basically you did an interview yesterday without me so I've got the boot. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do it together, but you couldn't get here in time. Basically, yeah. we interviewed Florian Plettenberg from the German site Sports 1. Um, he's a Bayern Munich expert. He covers Bayern Munich. He was over in Lisbon for the Champions League final. He's been talking to some of the squad. And because United have had that link with the yeah. likes of Kingsley Coman that we've spoken about, rumours of David Alaba even coming to see in Old Trafford. Um, and looking back as well, Alfonso Davies was a player we were interested in when he was younger. We thought he'd be a good person to speak to. So I had a chat with him, and that'll be coming up a little bit later. We'll show you what he had to say about those Manchester United links, whether any of them are likely. Um, in the meantime, you've been looking at the, the Tier 1 journalists and what they've been talking about. And there's not a lot of United news, is there, from the, the sort of the, the, the Tier 1 transfer journalists? But what have they been talking about? There's none at all. Obviously, I've been mentioning, I mentioned last time, but because um, of... I don't know if it was copyright or something, etc. You couldn't get a meme up that summed up perfectly saying, oh, literally the rest of the top sides are looking like they're trying to be proactive in the transfer market and United still look a bit sedentary, isn't it? A little bit standstill, not not much news. I think after the Sancho thing, it seems as though, seems as though it's officially died out. Now, we don't have any replacements or look to have any strong links to anyone, which is kind of worrying. It's just all the tier one news has literally been the likes of Arsenal... <coughs> Chelsea and even City kind of making moves or, or just inquiring. We're not even making inquiries. No, it, as of now, it's it, it does seem a little bit quiet. And we'll have a little yeah. bit more. I spoke to Florian Plettenberg about Sancho because obviously he's over in Germany and, and just what he took his thoughts on that and how Bayern Munich's success could affect Dortmund's sort of yeah. thinking around Sancho. Um, in terms of of some of the, the ones you've been looking at, you've been looking at Arsenal. You mentioned Arsenal been making yeah. moves. I mean, it's bad times when Arsenal are. Stealing a match in the transfer market. What's uh, what's been said about them? We see we've got Mohamed Bufazi on Twitter, which is a bit of an interesting one. You usually have to Google Translate. This guy does all his stuff in French. I like but that. I feel like he, he makes you work for your. Makes uh, you work for it. But it was yeah, a bit, it was a bit cleverer this time. He thought, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put it on English because so that we can actually understand what he's saying. <laughs> right. And he, he literally said that Gabriel to Arsenal is a done deal. This was at some point yesterday. Total agreement between the two clubs for 30 million euros. And the defender chose Arsenal ahead of Napoli and Everton with a medical looking to be today. Yeah. Which is, which is, you know what's interesting about that? Go on. Is the fact that we seemingly saw that there was a link with Gabriel and United. Like, it's like last minute, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, it but, seemed, you know, I think it was... What did you write that? Yeah, I mean, Romano yeah. tweeted that, that there'd been an, in, an inquiry, but nothing solid. I think there was, yeah. it was sort of left it late, I think was, was what he said. Um, interesting there, you mentioned yeah. Mohamed Bouhafsi said that Napoli, he chose Arsenal ahead of Napoli. Bouhafsi, I think that's say Bouhafsi. Yeah. I'm always messing up this guy. Listen, really I can't say anything about pronunciation, I'm yeah. terrible. Um, we apologise, Mohamed, if you're watching. Um, now, the Napoli interest was complicated because I think Napoli were waiting to see if City Bally, were yeah. going to get Koulibaly. City and Napoli have a bit of a problematic relationship because Napoli did the dirty on City when they sold uh, Jorginho to Chelsea yeah. because originally he was going to go to the Etihad but when Chelsea wanted Sarri and Jorginho, yeah. Napoli went for that deal instead. So that's complicated it. And in the meantime, Arsenal have just got the deal done. Good player. We've been linked with him slightly, haven't we? We've spoken about him a yeah. couple of times. Um, defender, obviously... 
Good on the ball, highly rated young defender. They're addressing needs, isn't it? Arsenal yeah. addressing needs. Obviously, they're very frail. Um, Arsenal over the years have been known to be very spineless, a bit um, just a bit on the soft side. When I watch Arsenal, like they always look as though they can get turned over as soon as momentum swings against them. They don't respond well to adversity. They've got a little bit tougher in recent times, but I don't ever trust Arsenal in terms of when the going gets tough. And and they've always defensively get going. Yeah. Or when the tough gets going. <laughs> you can do both. You can say both. No, it's the song you yeah, won't know. Yeah, it's it's well before your time. I shouldn't yeah. have even said that. It's probably before well before you were born. Um in terms yeah. of Arsenal, they've got William, they've got um Gabriel Magales. Do you worry about them as a as what's his name? Sarabio? Yeah. So like they're doing so bits in the in the Charles market. So you know what do, do you worry about them that like the they could up their game because they were well out of the top four last time, I think they finished eighth. Yeah. Do you think that they could be a contender now for well, it and they're they someone a, we've got to look at? Well, they had a strong end to the season. Yeah. Um, so it depends if they keep the momentum going and obviously making mark, like, marquee additions or important additions to areas of need can only be good. But obviously we've not seen these players play yet. So um, it's just all a bit of foresight at the moment, really. They, for all we know, it could be a flop. And we know how difficult it is sometimes to adjust to the Premier League so um, we'll have to see but it's just one of them where we're looking at clubs around us and they're kind of making additions making moves and then we're just kind of in a standstill because right as of now I'd say United probably are ahead of Arsenal in terms of first team like first 11 oh easily easily, so, easily. Um, but it's about whether the teams like Arsenal behind you are catching up and whereas you're staying kind of resting on your laurels and not making that move up again. So um, that's the only issue. I know the season's fast approaching, so we'll have to see how it turns out, but we do definitely need one or two people to come in, especially when other clubs around us who are competing for the same things that we're competing for are making moves. Making moves, making moves. we're stationary yeah. at the minute. We're not moving anywhere. Uh, yeah. The main man from Brizio Romano, he's been talking about Chelsea. What's he been saying? Well, the recent one, obviously, we'll get to the kind of main people like Chelsea have been signing because who have Chelsea not been trying to sign? They've gone berserk. They've gone berserk. <laughs> the transfer window. market, honestly, but, this, um, this window. Yeah, he stated that Malang Sarr has been offered to Chelsea as reported by Telefoot. It's not done deal. Chelsea are consider considering him as another free agent opportunity after Thiago Silva, which is another done deal. Sarr would like to join, but he has also over bids. The board will decide with Lampard. So this one's a bit in the midst, but Malang Sarr on a free... Um, you know, Chelsea's in the one kind of defensively that's what where they need I mean to I'm be. losing track here every day yeah. but, but the link with Chilwell aren't they? that looks Chilwell. like it's going to happen any day soon yeah. Sago Silver on a free um, alongside you just mentioned uh, Ziyech, Ziyech Werner. Uh, Werner and, uh, and Kai Havertz looks like he's yeah. gonna, they're going to break the bank or that, that's pretty much a done deal Jesus Christ I mean is it 200 million I think they've, they've spent so far this this Transfer window. It's looking like I mean, it. they're making up for that transfer ban. I was going to say, is Corona not affecting Chelsea? Would another like, yeah, the like Abramovich has kind of found his wallet again, hasn't he? Down the back of the sofa and thought, right, let's just go for it. Oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. So yeah, yeah, Chelsea going big in this transfer window. Arsenal doing bits, um, and obviously all the main men. Another one, Romano, sort yeah, of. The habits. Habits one. What's he been saying about the habits? How does that deal break down? He's basically said that Kai Habits of Chelsea one step away. He put the. Iconic three words, here we go. We've not heard that for a while, have we, about United? The other iconic three words, like, comment, subscribe, but I guess <laughs> that at the end. But total agreement to be reached on the next hours with Bayer Leverkusen. Last bid is going to be accepted. It's looking to be 80 million 
euros with 20 million add-ons as a final fee. The last details and paperwork are in the midst. Yeah, so by the time so, you, this goes out, that's probably, yeah, ago, this, this, this ago, done deal, basically, Kai Havertz, Chelsea. Yeah. Um, he was just sort of, Romano there, explaining how it's been done. They've seemed to have brought that deal down to around 100 millions yeah. Yeah, with add-ons and stuff. And what United were trying to do with Sancho, I think, that what couldn't, couldn't, a bit more difficult, yeah, couldn't make that happen. Um, you rate Havertz, don't you? Yeah, right. I mean, he's, he's, he's versatile as well. He can. He's played a few games. I was speaking with Casey one time. He's he's played a few games up front as well. He can play in the ten. He can also play on the right wing. So he, he brings that kind of um, forward fluidity that you see in the modern attackers now. And um, they could look like a dangerous outfit. I kind of said when I, I put a tweet out saying that Chelsea might win game 7-5 next season because I know they, they defensively weren't very good but they look like they're going to have quite a potent attack with the likes of obviously Pulisic, Werner, Ziyech, Havertz. Um, we've still got Giroud there. Still still bangs still him got, in, doesn't he, Giroud? You dismiss him, him but he does get his goals. Players yeah, he does. He's a player that some other players like to play around as well, don't he? He's yeah. very uh, sort of selfless at times. Yeah. Um, we, we spoke to, as I said earlier, we spoke to Florian Plettenberg from um, Sports Eins over in Germany. And we spoke to him as well about, what well, well, say we, we I did, because you could make this one. Uh, I spoke to him um, about Chelsea, about the players they've signed from the Bundesliga and obviously about Bayern Munich. He covers Bayern Munich and about some of the players from Bayern Munich that Manchester United have been linked with. And here's what he had to say. Florian, thanks for joining us. Are you, you've been covering Bayern Munich. Are you still in Lisbon? Have you, have you been with the team for the Champions League final? Hi, first of all. Nice to hear you. I'm in still uh, in Lisbon. Yes, we have uh, had 10 or 12 very intensive days. And uh, yeah, I have reported about Bayern Munich every day. So uh, it, it has been amazing days, but it was very intensive, but very successful in the end. And uh, yeah, it was an amazing time. Obviously, Kingsley Coleman got the winner against Paris Saint-Germain. He's a player that's actually been linked to Manchester United. Do you see him leaving Bayern Munich anytime soon? Honestly, I don't think that he will leave Bayern Munich. He's a very important player in the system of uh, Hansi Flick. And I know from the coach uh, that he has got a, a huge, a very positive opinion about the player. Not only because of his uh, goal last evening... Uh, just because of his development, uh, he's a player with a with with a big quality. He's a very he's a high tempo. He's a high speed. Um, he is very good in in a one to one situation. So uh, it's it's very important for the for the gameplay of Bayern Munich because they need uh, players with these capabilities on the wings. And um, what Coleman has to improve is. His effectiveness. Uh, sometimes he's very ineffective, um, especially right in front of the goal. Uh, that's why the last evening has been very important for his own development and for the next season because he has a lot of competitors next year. And uh, I know that the flick is landing with uh, with uh, Leroy Sané on the left side, so the side of Kingsley Coman. But I don't really think that Coman will leave Bayern Munich. Um, he has a long-term contract, I think, until 2003. And um, he's a very important player in the plans of Hansi Flick. If, I mean, you say you don't think he, he will leave. If he was to leave, if he were to leave and, and, and go to the Premier League, do you think he's the, the type of player that could be a success in the Premier League? 
very difficult, very, very difficult to say. I think has uh, attitudes and qualities who, who, who are very good for the Premier League. Um, I see the Premier League very, very often. Um, and I think that he can help a, a lot of teams, uh, especially Manchester United. Um, but I can also imagine him maybe in a, in a team like Chelsea, um, where you need a lot of space in the offensive lines. I don't think that he's a player for maybe Manchester City, who are very focused on the ball possession. Um, I think he's a player who needs uh, open sources, open rooms. And um, this is this is what he likes. This is what what makes him very strong. United have also been linked with uh, David Alaba. That move again, it seems unlikely. Do you see him leaving Bayern Munich anytime soon? Well, first of all, uh, he's the biggest, he's the hottest topic right now in Munich. Uh, we are reporting every day about the new yeah, development in his uh, in his contract um, negotiations. Uh, maybe as you know. He has a new agent with uh, Pini Zahavi, who is a very good link to, to Spain. Um, to my opinion, or to my information, the Premier League is not the A topic or not the aim target, the, the highest target for Alaba. I think that he will extend his contract in Munich maybe until 2024 or 2025 because he is or he has grown up at Bayern Munich. He wants to extend, the club wants to extend. And I think if he would leave Bayern Munich, I think he would prefer a, a change to Real Madrid or to Barcelona um, and not to the Premier League. Disappointing this news, to be honest, but <laughs> that's that's <laughs> where we are. <laughs> not the news we want to hear, but, you know, it's the, the news that, that's the truth. Um, in terms of Thiago, where do you think he's going to go this summer? Do you think he's going to come to the Premier League? Is he a player that he's been linked with Liverpool? He was linked with Manchester United many years ago before he went to Bayern Munich. Where do you think he's going to end up? Well, uh, the Thiago topic uh, is very difficult. Um, he told the bosses that he wants to leave the club. Um, they have been at the status that he wanted to extend his contract until 2023 or 2024 because the club says, OK, you are very important for the future. But then he changed his mind. And to my information, um, he's in, in very deep talks with uh, Liverpool, as you said. Um, now we also could have read that Arsenal should be interested in him. I can imagine that if he leaves Bayern Munich, that he will go to Liverpool. If you ask me, what's my opinion about that transfer? I was wondering about the interest of Liverpool because I don't see him in that system. And I had the opinion that that they are very talented, that very that they have got players in the central midfield. But maybe if they sell uh, Keita, maybe they have space for Thiago. But yeah, once again, I don't think that he's maybe maybe he could be interesting for Manchester United. Maybe, but we have never heard something about the interest of Manchester United here in Munich. Do you think then he's a player that if Manchester United tried to sign him, he'd be open to that idea? That Manchester United has a very big name in Europe, especially in Germany. As you all know, we have a black history with Manchester United uh, from the year 1999. Um, we all know that Manchester United is a very big club and uh, that they have money. So, And money is in Corona times a very important issue. 
And um, I think that every player who wants to go to the Premier League uh, is interested in the interest of a club like Manchester United. Um, but it's more interesting to see from the German point of view what happens right now in Chelsea, maybe, if we see that players like uh, Harvards, like Timo Werner goes to this club. This is a very big topic here in Germany. And yeah, this is something like where I was wondering that Manchester United yeah, didn't intense their interest in a player like Harvards, but Thiago should be also a topic for a club like Manchester. Can I, can I just ask you about that? You mentioned the fact that Chelsea have obviously bought players from the Bundesliga. What have you made of that? Have you been impressed with the signings that Chelsea have made? Absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm totally impressed about the, about the transfers of Chelsea. I have never expected that Timo Werner is going to Chelsea. I have never, never expected that they have a chance uh, with Kai Havertz. Um, but like I said, Corona times has changed so many things. And uh, Kai Havertz has been on the list of Bayern Munich. Um, he was one of the highest transfer targets uh, for the club. And uh, I am sure that if we didn't have had these Corona times or these Corona developments, Bayern Munich uh, would have done everything to buy uh, Kai Havertz. But now, like I said, uh, I have often linked to his uh, management, to his agents, and they told me that the project of Chelsea, that is the main interesting thing uh, for Harvard, for Werner, to build up something, to, to create something. And what Lampard has often told them um, in many phone calls, and this is uh, something what him, had impressed them a lot. So this is why Harvard has decided that he only wants to go to Chelsea. Fair enough. Um, one player that's been spoken about a lot over the past few weeks is Alfonso Davis. He was a player that when he was a, a younger player, when he was a kid, he was scouted by Manchester United. What sort of a, a season has, has he had? Honestly, answer, uh, I also have never expected this development. Um, I have been with uh, Bayern Munich in the in the preseason in the in, in Doha Qatar. I, I I can remember very clearly when when he arrived to Bayern Munich and in the first training sessions um you could have seen that he is talented, that he's uh, has a high high speed on the pitch. But um he was very how how can I say um he was very nervous. And uh, if you have compared him with the other younger other young players to Munich, there has been a high gap. Um, but this season, uh, this development um, was very positive for him. Uh, on the wings, I don't see him that strong as I see him now in the defense. And Niko Kovac, the former Bayern Munich player, he was one of the guys who had the idea to put him as a left winger in the defense. And that was a very good move. And uh, yeah, he developed so strong. And you always have to to say that uh, for him it was very important that he could have played there because David Alaba needed to go in the central defense and that was very important for Davis but uh, his development is absolutely crazy he's a fantastic player and he's the future of Bayern Munich this is this is what you have to say and it was very important for him and for Bayern Munich that they have extended his contract 
uh, a few months ago until 2025. I just wanted to ask you one final uh, question. Obviously, Bayern Munich have had a, a fantastic season, winning the, the treble, winning the Champions League. Manchester United have, have been sort of trying to sign or interested in Jadon Sancho. And do you think that the, the sort of the success that Bayern Munich have had would make D Dortmund more determined to keep hold of someone like Sancho to try and challenge Bayern Munich this season? Absolutely. But by the way, you can ask me whatever you want. Um, absolutely. If you, if you look at the squad of, of Borussia Dortmund, you know, they have the capability to buy and to find very, very talented players every year. Um, if you see like a player like Haaland, like Sancho, these are all players who play in Dortmund and not in Munich. But Dortmund knows that this, that Dortmund for those players, honestly, it's just a step. It's a step for the next big club. And, um, but if you become the, the step club, you know, you cannot improve and you cannot fill the gap between Dortmund and Bayern Munich. And the gap is very, very big right now. And um, they need Jaden Sancho for their plans. They need him to, yeah, to improve. And if they would lose Sancho, that would be a high, a high loss of quality. And uh, yeah, it's a big symbol. It's a big sign of Bayern of Dortmund that they say we don't sell him. But uh, this player, every team needs in his squad. And uh, yeah, if he would have gone to maybe to Manchester United, that would be, to my opinion. Uh, a much more harder deal than Leroy Sané to Bayern Munich because Sancho is, uh, to my opinion, the future of the European football. Well, it's not the not the news we wanted to hear, but I appreciate it. Um, Florian, thanks for speaking to us. I appreciate that. And we'll no doubt we'll speak to you again. And hopefully we'll have better news and we can get some of these, these players from Bayern Munich sooner rather than later. Thank you. Thanks, Florian. Thanks, thanks for speaking to us. So big thanks to Florian Plettenberg there over in Lisbon for chatting to us. Um, not the best news when he went, went through there. <laughs> we're asking him. I mean, to be honest with you, a lot of these sort of transfer stories and, and, and rumours were just that. But I asked him about Kingsley Coleman, the, the match winner against PSG, winning the, the Champions League. doesn't get much better than that. Whether he sees him leaving because he had been linked with United, maybe as an alternative um, to Jadon Sancho and he says he thinks Coleman's not going anywhere he says he'll fight for his place it doesn't matter that Leroy Sane is coming in he says he thinks there'll be competition for those places on the wing and he can stay there so doesn't like Coleman's coming to, to Old Trafford you make it that one it's a bit disappointing because there seemed like just seemed there might be something in it and then it's like no not really yeah I think Coleman would have been suited to kind of United um, front like forward line dynamic but it just never seemed like something that was going to happen because when I was watching, when I heard about the interest with Coleman, I started looking at him playing for Bayern and he was very much in the mix. I know he got Sane, but it wasn't like he was kind of being frozen out or he's on the bench and he's barely getting any minutes. If he was on the bench, he definitely always came on. He looked effective. I, put, I tweeted out saying that um, after looking at Coleman, watching him closely because I knew that United were interested, he looks like he looks very sharp. Looks like he's got a bit of quality. We know the amount of things that he's won. Like he's won like an incredible amount of silverware for someone so young. I've yeah. seen that. But um, it just never looked like it was going to happen. He's starting in the Champions League final for Bayern and Bayern are probably are definitely the best team in the world right now. Um, I don't see how they would have let Coleman go out on loan. Someone with that quality. Yeah, either alone or yeah. even a, a permanent chance, yeah. but it doesn't like it's happening. Uh, Hansi Flick was full of praise for him, yeah. as you'd expect, and says, you know, we know what he's capable of sort of thing and we want to see him 
do more of it. Um, yeah. So that doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, another one that, again, yeah. it, it sort of came from nowhere, didn't it, David Alaba to United? And everyone got excited because he's such a good player and it's like, mm, I don't really see this happening, but if it did, it would be amazing. Um, I think there's been sort of the big contract sort of issues there as to whether he was going to stay. We spoke to Florian and he was like, pretty clear that he doesn't see David Alaba going anywhere, Bayern Munich love him, that sort of thing. So, you know, that's almost dead in the water, that one, isn't it? It doesn't look like it's happening. I feel like all United fans knew that Alaba yeah. was just posturing for a, a better deal, weren't he? I didn't see many yeah. United fans going, we're going to get nah, him. It was, I saw it, the United fans just saying that Alaba was just using United, or his representatives were using United to kind of posture for a better deal, like Ramos did years ago. Remember when, that when from the yeah. about that, yeah. yeah remember so, that, like, that was two weeks or before it, it, we began. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he's had a bit of a contract dispute, but it's one of them where we'll throw United's name in there and then Bayern will be like, oh, we'll give you more. So that's Because <laughs> United yeah. have that reputation is yeah. going with daft yeah. contracts, uh, it usually works. Um, yeah. a, a, for me, maybe the most frustrating part of that interview with what he was saying was the Thiago Alcantara comment, because Thiago was linked with United years ago under yeah. David Moyes, when Fergie retired, it was looked like he was destined to come. For whatever reason, he didn't. Um, now he's, he's, he's sort of looks like he's going to go to the Scousers, Liverpool are going to get him. For around €30 million, Euros, I think, is, is the, the fee, which is a bargain. And, and Florian was saying there that he could, Thiago would come to United. He said he'd actually probably favour that move. He could favour that move because the competition mm. for places, he said in, in Liverpool's midfield, would be a bit tougher for his position. I'm not sure whether that's the case. No, but I don't think so. I, don't, I think the, the I one think area where United yeah. are probably stronger than Liverpool definitely yeah. is midfield. You could argue the toss up front. But um, certainly in midfield, I'd, I'd take our midfield over theirs. But he was saying that he'd be open to a move to Old Trafford. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like we're interested in him. I've not heard anything. I've not heard any links, but... And yeah, you, you'd have him, wouldn't you? I'd, I'd definitely have him. It looks like we get into that situation now where any player's just been like, United, 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 it's, yeah. it's becoming so tedious, it's unbelievable, like, just the amount of, any time there's a half-decent person in the transfer market, United's name just gets thrown in. But I know. think with him, I, I don't even but think with him it's necessarily been thrown in, I think with him the case is, if we wanted him, yeah. we could maybe try and get him, but we, we just don't want him. him. We in their interest with United and Thiago before he went to Bayern. Yeah, when he was, was yeah. Uh, yeah, it was sort of 2013 when Fergie retired, he was going to be the, sort of the signing, I remember blogging about it at the time of the blog and it was just constant news about him and there's yeah. pictures of him as a kid and someone found a picture of him a kid with United top on <laughs> and you know what that's like but there's different sort of reasons that have been given different stories some say that David Moyes didn't fancy him some say that he changed his mind when he fancied Munich more yeah. we, we'll never probably never know the, the, the true reason but it's disappointing because I think he could have been a good player he's certainly been a good player for Bayern Munich he could have been a good player for us and it looks like this time around we're not even trying to get him which Thirty million euros. I mean, it's like it's not. It's not, not, a, it's it, not a bargain. I don't know if it's because he's getting them. They're in age. I don't know how old he is. I think he's around. He's only. Yeah. I think he's, he's not. He's, yeah, he's not. He's not that old. He's, yeah, he's still got some. He's got some a couple years of years left in him. In him. It's, it's mad that um, Bayern would be willing to let him go for that kind of cheap money, because with the level of caliber of player that he is, that he is, and if he did go to Liverpool. I think yeah. I think he's coming yeah. towards the end of his time there, and yeah. that's the reason he's, he's there. And if he did yeah, go, I mean Liverpool, they've got you know we've got Naby Keita, they've got Fabinho, they've got Jordan Henderson. Yeah. I mean it's not a a weak midfield. So it's just not. It's just it's the just weakest not, part of, yeah. their, of and, their team. And yeah. you know, Florian was like, well, he might look at and you know if they sold Naby Keita, which I don't mm -hmm. see happening, then he could get in the team. I don't know, but you look at it and you think yeah. he could come into United, he could get into the team, and he could do a job for us for the next few years. Um, so it is a little bit frustrating that we've not even asked the question there. Um, and he's one of the few players 
that we've not been linked with and probably yeah. the one that maybe we should be. Um, I also asked him about Alfonso, Alfonso Davies, who was scouted yes. by United as a, as a kid when he was in Canada. He's obviously had a great season. He was full of praise of it for him. He said that he's had a bit of a position change and he's flourished. Yeah. He's just... He's almost, I mean, it's, it's difficult because United look at so many kids, but it's a bit of a shame because you would have liked to have seen him at Old Trafford, I'm guessing. I don't know. You just one of those after the fact kind yeah. of, oh, we scouted him. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. It's, not, <laughs> it's one it's of those. I'm, I'm guessing when you the calibre player that Afonso Davis was playing in the MLS at 15 and so on, I don't think United would have been the only other club. No, I think he did scouting. have Yeah, I think you're right. He had so offers. It's, um, he's gone to Bayern. And he obviously was a, was either a right winger or a left winger. I think first. yeah, they moved him around a little yeah, bit, he and he's him. found his feet there now. And um, he found himself playing left back because of, I think it was a left back injury or, or something along them lines. And then he just completely took that role over, and then he's dominated it for ten months now. And then he looks like a bit of a machine. He, I don't know. Someone transitioned so well from winger to to fullback. It's not it's easy, that, is it? It's yeah. not. People sort of assume that it's, it's, well. it's not. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah, and it is, and it's. It's one of those where you look in, you go, it would have been great, but like you said, so many kids at that age, you know, other clubs interested in him and he didn't yeah. fancy it. So it's one of those. Finally, just on the, the Plettenberg interview, I had to ask him about Jaden Sancho. I know he covers <laughs> Munich, but if you bear with me, it's linked because Munich have obviously won the treble. They've won the Champions League. Yeah. Dortmund are looking on with a little bit of uh, green-eyed envy and they're sort of determined to try and catch Bayern Munich and they know that Jadon Sancho could be a big part of that and he said that Jadon Sancho could play a massive part for Dortmund this season so he doesn't seem going anywhere I mean we spoke to we spoke to various journalists about it and it seems to become less and less likely now doesn't it that, that Jadon Sancho's coming yeah, to United are you at a point now where you think it's time to move on or do you still think there's hope I think if there's any hope it's minimal and um, it, it, that's a good point though if, if Dortmund are looking at Bayern thinking they're just basically running world football now and they're their nearest rivals and they need to catch up. If they let Sancho go, then it only widens the gap. 100%. So, um, you can see that they'd be very um, hesitant to sell him, especially if they don't have an obvious replacement. And obviously he's contracted till 2023. There's no pressure on, on Dortmund to sell. They could get they can get 100 million for him next year and get a season out of him where he 100%. helps them. 100%. If he challenge. doesn't fall off, 100%. Yeah. So there's no way so, to say. I don't know. I think it's gone extremely cold. Freezer cold. On Freezer the cold on, on the, the Sancho deal. Yeah. Pains me to say it, but I have to agree with that, Ronaldo. I think it has gone freezer cold. This has been the Tier 1 Transfer Podcast. Thanks again to Florian Plettenberg from Sport Irons for joining us. I've been Jay. That's been Ronaldo. Don't forget to hit, what's the three magic words? Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. And hopefully yeah. we'll hear those other three magic words from Fabrizio Romano soon about Someone. Manchester United. Yeah, Someone. here we go, hopefully. <laughs> um, this has been the Tier 1 Transfer Podcast. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.